Welcome to Fictionary. I'm your host, Deetra, and I'm so glad that you're here and that you are you. If this is your first time visiting us, welcome, and I hope that you enjoy. I am still on my juicing kick, so I'm drinking my orange, ginger, and turmeric juice, and you know, I just feel really healthy and superior saying that. Not really, um, but it's actually, it is pretty tasty. Um, I do this juice and I do a beet juice and I also do a green juice, but I actually prefer the first two. The green juice is not my favorite. It's good, but I don't know. I just don't like my tongue turning like bright green. It's not appealing to me. Um, anyway, I have, uh, <laughs> I have two recipes to share with you guys this week. I never shared my passion fruit coconut drink using Simply Bella's uh, simple syrup. Um, it was super yummy and I love that they are a New Jersey company and they use like fresh New Jersey produce for this stuff. I think that's really cool and I feel, again, superior <laughs> because I get it at the farmer's market and I just feel like I'm doing something amazing by shopping locally. Anyways, guys, don't pay me any wine. <laughs> Um, I know I've been slacking, so my sincerest apologies, and I promise that I will do better next season. That's why I'm taking a break, so that I can get everything planned out and organized, and it's just going to be like smooth sailing. Fingers crossed. But anyway, speaking of, this is the last episode of season two of Fictionary, and I just want to say that I'm really proud of what we've been able to do so far, and I really do love and appreciate all of you. It's amazing to me that we're almost 60 episodes in with Fictionary. Um, I don't know. It's just crazy to me. And I just want to thank you guys for joining me on this adventure so far. You know, great things are yet to come. Like we have greater things to come with the podcast and what I I see happening and how it's going to grow. So thank you guys so much for joining me on this. Um, We'll be back in action fully on Tuesday, September 6th. And um, I'll be sharing during that time, I'll be sharing on social media and there will still be releases each week. Um, They're going to be compilation episodes of some of my favorite stories. And I'm going to try to group them together like scary stories or zombie stories, superhero stories like that. Um, So if you did have a favorite story and you would like it to be featured in one of these compilation episodes, then please send me a message and I will try to make sure to include it in one of the shows along with a special shout out to you. I can only do a few, so please make sure that you message me quickly. Um, First come, first serve basis, okay? Anyway, I haven't had an ohm session in a while. I don't think I've really needed one, but I definitely need one um, as we close out this season. Uh, Honestly, as great as things have been, there have been some challenges as well. Thus is life. Um, And one thing that I've really struggled with, and I've seen it myself and I've been trying to like break myself out of it, is I've had a hard time with being social. It all started with the pandemic and... (laughs) I don't know. I live alone, so it's really easy for me to be perfectly content in the comfortable little bubble that I've created for myself. I have everything that I like around me. It smells the way I want it to smell. It looks the way that I want it to look. I do what I want to do. It's just, it's easy to get very comfortable, right? But the truth is, I am actually a social person, and I enjoy being around people. But, you know, like I said, with the pandemic, some it set something off in me that... 
I recognize this probably is like a bit of anxiety about social settings and I've been trying to get myself out of this habit. So I hang out with like my family, but that's about it. Um, <laughs> anyway, I've shared some of my experiences with you all and I hope that I'll have some more to share with you next season. I'm back on the dating apps. Ugh, heep. Um, <laughs> I've also been trying to be more conscientious about inviting people to hang out and then also accepting invitations when people invite me to hang out and not like finding some excuse like the day of or the day before not to go. Um, So anyway, the other night I went out with a group of friends and this is where the ohm session begins. This is why I need to ohm. So the other night I went out with a group of friends for dinner and, you know, I was excited about it uh, because I haven't seen most of them in like a year or more. And I haven't really hung out with a group of people in a, in a minute, like hot minute. Um, but I felt a little apprehensive because I knew that I was going to be the only single person there. So the group consisted of, you know, several married couples. No problem right? I can handle myself. It's just an added layer of mental preparation that perhaps my fellow singles can understand when you're hanging out with married couples. Like you just have to mentally prepare yourself for the situation. At least I do. Anyway, I get there and the evening, it started off really well, right? It was nice seeing people, catching up, like it was a chill vibe. I was like, this is, this is cool. I got this. This is, and then in the course of the conversation, I made a comment um, which I didn't think anything of, but you know, people take things how they want to take it. But, um, so I made a comment and I feel like it was taken completely the wrong way. So I was thinking about my nephew, my nephews and like the kids that I know and how smart they are. And I said something along the lines of like kids today are going to be so far advanced of what we were able to do because they have access to so much knowledge that we didn't have. And that statement alone set someone off on a complete tirade. Like, I honestly, I can't even give you guys like the full rundown of the tirade because I shut down. Like I literally like emotionally, mentally, like I just like shut down because I was like, I can't, I cannot because it was so uncomfortable and um, awkward for me. The person was a man. He was sitting right next to me and he kept on um yelling and he kept invading my personal space like he's like a hand speaker and like also like just like moving into my space my bubble which makes me uncomfortable in normal situations but then if you top that off with the person being aggressive and like yelling like I can't cope um it was like he wouldn't listen to anything that anyone had to say and yet he kept implying that we were all arguing with him but the thing is is like I didn't make my comment as an argument. I don't, I wasn't trying to like start a debate about anything. I was just making an observation. Um, so he made it a point as he was like going on his like 45 minute, like debacle in the, in the restaurant, like yelling and getting super loud and aggressive. He kept pointing to myself and to another gentleman specifically and like saying, well, you said, well, you did. I'm like, I haven't said more than one sentence because every time I open my mouth, you cut me off. And there was like a brief point where I found myself like starting to escalate and I didn't want to do that. So that's like really when I just like shut down. Um, so it was like a couple of like first I was like two seconds from literally cursing him out and throwing like a glass of water in his face. Like it was 
I that's how I felt like I just felt so invaded like my space felt invaded and like he was so loud and I could even I was trying to like listen to the other side of the table's conversation I couldn't even do that because he just like was yelling so much and like drawing everybody into this non-argument um and then the second thing like there was a child that I care about a lot that was there with his parents and I didn't want to leave that kind of impression on him like I didn't want him seeing me like acting out because like I was really like I felt myself like I was like you know you get that like tense feeling in your stomach and you're like ooh, I'm about to pop off like that's how I felt like it was about to be ugly and then you know as a black woman I try to avoid these kinds of situations because I've I've literally experienced this uh in work one like in work one time I um I got yelled at on the phone by a gentleman, an elder white gentleman, just called me and started cursing at me on the phone for no reason and then hung up on me. And I went to tell my boss and I was like really upset. And the response was like, basically like I was overreacting. And I'm like, he literally just screamed and cursed me out. And I'm telling you that this needs to go to HR or something. And you're telling me that I'm overreacting. So, I mean, like these situations do happen and that that's just like one example of it but you know I try to avoid these situations because it always seems to get flipped back on me as being like going overboard or oh she's so angry and it's bs um you know women of color have to deal with all the time it's just bs um but then also as the only non-married person there I felt like kind of like an island by myself right like it was just me and I was the only one that was was there for me and then I get sick of men acting out their insecurities and then thinking that they can just speak over you and dismiss what you're saying and they can just be loud and aggressive and everybody's just supposed to respect them and listen to what they say and they're speaking because they have some kind of authority on on thoughts or like I don't know it was just really ridiculous but I get sick of men in that crap and and then finally like we were in a public setting and I already felt like a little bit uncomfortable being out then being in a public arena like being in a restaurant and then being with people that I haven't seen in a long time and it was I already felt uncomfortable and it literally just made me feel like crawling into my shell and not coming back out um like I get like I'm mature enough to get that you know maybe he was dealing with something and whatever what I said like tapped something in him I honestly could give a crap I don't care um I got out of there as quickly as I could and I can say that you know I don't care um, what he was dealing with. There's no excuse for that kind of behavior. It really, like for me, it didn't help me in the area of wanting to get out more. Like also, I'll never go anywhere he is voluntarily again. Like if I know he's going to be there, I will not be there. And also like it affected my emotions the next day. Like that crap stressed me the hell out. Like I was in a bad mood. I mean, clearly if I'm talking about it now, it, it affected me in some way. And it was just like, I don't know, overall a crappy experience. Anyway, I share all of this to say, if you're having a bad day, don't take it out on other people. If you're dealing with something, deal with it. You don't have to take it out on other people. Um, Also, don't invade people's personal space. Like, you have your space, I have my space. Even without the pandemic, I don't want you in my bubble. I don't want you in my space, all right? Stay out of my space. And then yelling doesn't get your point across, okay? People just stop listening to you. 
you being loud and talking over everybody doesn't mean that you have some authority in the conversation. It's not giving you, um, making your point any stronger. I'm just not listening to you anymore because you sound ridiculous. All right. Anyway, to that person, I hope that you get some therapy because obviously you're dealing with something. So go talk to somebody who will actually listen to you. Um, yeah. Okay. I do feel better now that I got that off my chest, guys. It just really pissed me off. It was like such a, I was like, really, it sucked because I was like excited to go hang out with people. And then it turned out to be like the proof that I needed as to why it's better to just stay in my bubble. And it wasn't everybody there. It was specifically this person, but still, it was enough to maybe be like, um, you want to see me? You come visit me, but I ain't coming outside. <laughs> So back to my hermit life. No, I'm not going back to the hermit life, guys. Like I said, I'm trying to be more intentional about getting out there and interacting with people and being social. I just hope every experience is not like this one because it sucked. All right. Hey, nani, nani, and ho, ho, ho. I don't know. Anyway, guys, let's go ahead and get into our final story for season two of Fictionary. This is another original fiction that I am working on for Kindle Vella. So I plan on releasing this year two serialized novels on Kindle Vella, and this is the second one. So I hope that you guys enjoy. Let me know what you think. Uh, send me some messages. Uh, shoot me some comments. I don't know. Uh, Let me know what you think, guys. Um, But yeah, we're going to go ahead and get into it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. The Bored Dahlia, Chapter 1. Everyone has a story. Mother always said that everyone has a story to tell. I always thought she was full of shit. My entire life has been a literal waste of time and energy. Unfortunately, despite my best efforts to prove her wrong, it turns out... Mother was right. I have a story to tell. I'm warning you now that this tale is one that will make you laugh. Maybe not out loud, but I guarantee at least one internal smirk. And it will probably terrify you in places like checking behind curtains and hiding knives around your house terrify you. Um, there is a potential for tears. At least on my part, because telling this story is likely to fuck with me. There's some juicy bits, so be prepared for that uncomfortable feeling you get when watching a sex scene in a movie with your parents. Just let me know if you need some private time. I mean, I was there, so I get it. Anyway, if you think you can handle this, we can get started. The shell-shocked Instastar and podcaster sitting on the opposite side of the bright pink table shakes his head and looks at me with wide eyes. He reminds me of a golden retriever, you know, all cute and pettable and loyal, but also slightly doofy looking. Like if he threw a ball over a cliff in a game of fetch, he'd go get it for you. Miss, I only asked your name, he says, still giving me an odd look. He's probably wondering if he should call the police or maybe a mental hospital. I won't deny that I probably look like I should be in a straitjacket somewhere. It has been literally seven days since the last time I showered, brushed my teeth, or combed my hair. I glance sneakily to the right and catch a glimpse of my reflection in the glass storefront of the cutesy coffee shop where we're sitting. I am appalled. I know I stink to high hell, but honestly, the worst offense in my opinion is my hair. My poor curls do not deserve this treatment. I look like I've been in a fight and I decide to use my newfound street cred to my benefit. I practically snarl my response. Mother always said you catch more flies with honey than vinegar, but there is no sweetness left in me at this point. My bad, 
My name is Dahlia Rose Smith. So now that I've answered your question, are you ready to hear why I sat down at your table? I ask him, letting my impatience cling to every word, enunciating with precision. I really don't have a lot of time, and this is a long story. I wrap my jagged nails on the hard wooden table, creating a staccato rendition of Oops, I Did It Again, which is playing softly through the coffee shop's little Bluetooth speaker and stare at him. I picture mountains and fortresses and hope that he is picking up on the impenetrable and unmovable vibes I'm sending his way. I'm not going anywhere until I talk to him because the probability of me making it past tonight is basically non-existent. Well, Mrs. Smith, I have honestly no idea, but you've tracked me down at my favorite spot for coffee, which is creepy. You smell like a truck stop and you look like you dug yourself out of a hole somewhere. Are you the ghost of girlfriends past here to haunt me? He says this all with the familiar smart acidness he uses on his show and I can't help but smile. Well, smirk a little bit internally. He may look like a golden retriever, but this is no good boy. He's asking me this question because he's a major F boy and has probably had many an encounter with a crazy ex-girlfriend or boyfriend. I give him my best Grinch-like smile and let the words crawl out of my mouth. Nope, Noah Stevenson. I'm not a girlfriend or a crazy fan. I watch in satisfaction is what I said hits him. How do you know my name? He looks shell-shocked. No one knows my real name. Well, Noah, old buddy, old pal, I know a lot about you, and you're about to learn a lot about me. If you want to make it through this night alive, I know I want to, you're going to want to listen to what I tell you. And before you get all crazy, this isn't a death threat. I need your help, and you, my friend, need mine, whether you know it or not. So, are you ready to listen to my story or do you have more questions? He looks at me intently, as if he thinks he can see inside my brain. Even if he could, I doubt he'd understand any of the thoughts flying around in there. He looks around the coffee shop, sizing it up for either escape or all-out war with me. He gives a little shake of his head and stares back at me. With an authoritative nod of his floppy golden retriever hair, he says, Shoot. Poor choice of words, Noah, but here I go. You might want to get another coffee. The end for now. Bum, bum, bum. All right, guys, so I don't know if you remember uh, in the course of writing uh, the 100 word stories, uh, I really suck mysteries. <laughs> mystery is not my, uh, mystery or suspense is not my strong suit, so I don't know why I felt like I wanted to write a mystery or suspense and serialize it into a novel, but we'll see how it goes. So there you go. It's The Bored Dahlia, and um, that will be the second book that, well, novel that I'll be releasing serialized on Kindle Vella. So be looking for the details on that. It's going to be coming in this uh, new year. I wanted to end with uh, some things to look forward to for the next season. We'll be back as I said Tuesday September 6th so get ready and in the meantime I'll be sharing some um, shorter episodes with just uh, stories like I said the compilations I'll also be active on social media so make sure to follow along on Instagram Twitter uh, TikTok 
Facebook, you know, all the social medias. <laughs> also, I'll still be doing games, so uh, you can click on the link in the show notes. It's a versus game. That's V-E-R-S-U-S-G-A-M-E. Follow Fictionary underscore podcast. I'll be sharing games each week for you to play along with. I love versus game because I feel like I really do know a lot. Like when I ask the questions, um, I always do questions that I'm like, I wonder, is this going to be right? And I take my side, either it's yes or no. And I've been right so many times. Um, <laughs> Because I just know stuff, guys. And if you feel like you just know stuff, uh, maybe like the guy that was like yelling at me, this might be a good <laughs> a good game for him. He can just like get it out on Versus Game. Uh, you know, download the app, play. You can win money, like real money uh, by playing, or you can just play for free as well. Um, anyway, check it out. Again, it's V-E-R-S-U-S-G-A-M-E. You can click on the link in my show notes and follow Fictionary and play along with me on the games. Otherwise, like I said, we'll be active on social media during the break. I'm going to be focusing on writing and um, planning for the next season. So it's going to be a busy time, but hopefully a creative and active time and we'll get some uh, good content for you guys and some good stories to share. I'm excited about it and I hope that you are too. And again, thank you so, 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 so very much. Guys, I really do appreciate all of you that have uh, listened and subscribed and liked and shared, followed all of that. Um, It's really helpful and appreciate it. And I appreciate that, you know, hopefully you're enjoying what we're doing here. So we'll see you next season, guys. Enjoy your summer. And like I said, you have some, you'll have some stuff to listen to at the beach or the pool or whatever you're doing as you unwind and get ready for the fall, aka the best season, or at least one of them, the best season. (laughs) All right, guys, until next time, keep on reading.